welcome to the Kilo Chasers podcast. I'm your host, Eric Dahl. With me always is... Matt Ware, what's up? What's up? And this is The Raw Cut. Let's wow. hear it. It's been go. a fucking day. Fuck your feelings. I don't give a <laughs> shit. It's going to be a good one today, Matt. How you feeling? Oh, I'm right there with you, buddy. Um, fuck your feelings. Fuck what you think. Uh, I'm just fucking live life. There you go. That's yeah, how man. I feel. That's yeah. how I feel. Get yeah. off your high horse because we're yep. not on them. We're in the we're in the trenches with everybody else is trying to scrape by. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. And you, you <laughs> put it best the other day. You were like. We can't just go like and put our big toe in and expect anything to happen, you know? And it's yeah, just we're not, we're not noodling for catfish here. Like, no. oh no, no, <laughs> you not, know, not night fishing here. Yeah, no, it, it's, uh, it's, it's a perfect example of our, our topic today. Yeah. And the misconception of grit mm. and perseverance, mm-hmm. dedication. And uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Let's see okay, it'll, it'll come to me. So yeah, the, the what what does grit mean to you? Oh, this is uh, grit. What does grit mean? So to me, grit is when I'm going to use. I'm just going to use weightlifting because that's what we talk about. But grit to me is when you do everything you possibly can to get out there and meet your goals. And I'm talking like, you know, we, a lot of people on here, we all have families, we all have, uh, you know, jobs and careers, but we're not letting that push us down. Um, so we're still getting on the platform. We have, um, we have goals, we have doubt, we have depression, we have, you know, disappointment, but we're still getting out there and getting on the bar. Uh, we have naysayers, we have, uh, we have people that, um, you know, may think what we're doing is dumb, but we're still getting out there and getting on the bar. And to me, grit is the perfect definition is when you look at that bar and you see chalk, you see blood, you see sweat stains on your platform, your shoes are breaking, you're, you know, you're wearing probably <laughs> dirty shorts, you know, because you didn't do laundry. they they smell like mildew because they sat in the laundry a little bit too long your your straps are seven years old and ripping but you're still using them Uh, you know you (laughs) smell of your knee wraps that haven't been washed in five years yeah you the the chalk that you're scraping off of the floor to get on your hands because you didn't put a new chalk thing in there that's grit and the thing the part that makes it grit is that you're not saying oh you know what this i don't my shorts kind of stink. I'm going to get off the platform or, you know, oh, I don't have any chalk today. I can't, I can't lift. No, you're getting out there and you're doing it and you're not letting yeah. anything stop. And that, to me, that's what grit means. Um, I think that's really highly uh, misconstrued across the board mm-hmm. on what people think grit is, but it's just doing this every single day and not letting the stupid bullshit get in your way and not acting 
a certain way on that platform. You're just being you. Fuck everything else. Like I said, fuck everything else. You are being you on that platform. You're not being somebody that some uh, other people want you to be. You're not believing in something that other people want to be. You're working on yourself. You're working on your technique. You're working on your lifting weight. And at the end of the day, I can sit down on this couch and I can say, I put my fucking effort into that and I'm, I'm not, I'm not ashamed of it. Bottom line. So is there a fault to having too much grit? I don't think there's a fault to it. I think there's where the fault comes in is where you're trying to be something you're not. And you're, you're trying too hard. Okay. So here's the, I Googled it. I figured out the word. Okay. Okay. So first grit is about having so much passion for one thing that you're willing to overcome all obstacles in order to achieve it. Right. Okay. Cliff, cliff notes. Yeah. Self-discipline. Ah. The difference between grit and discipline and why the balance is important. Okay. Discipline focuses on sticking to the plan that you laid out or so your coach lays out for you in order okay. to meet your goal. And the importance, this is me, this isn't what Google said. The importance of grit is in order to fulfill the, the plan where discipline may put you in a position where you can't make a lift, right? You can't get into the garage. Your schedule, your schedule overcomes. You know, there's just something that gets in the way. That's when grit is useful. That when that's when you're like, shit, okay, I can't do it now. The only time I can do it is after I put my kids to bed. The wife is doing her stuff on her computer, and I'm gonna go lift. I'm gonna go do whatever I can to get kilos on the bar and yep. overhead yep, and put the work in that is set forth on my plan. That's where grit is useful. I think where grit gets a little misconstrued mm-hmm. and used as a ego booster. And let's just say it like you think you're being gritty, but you have zero fucking discipline in mm-hmm. what you're working at. Yeah. And you are it, it the the only grit you have is like let's say sandpaper. You're like sixteen hundred grit, dude. It's gonna take you <laughs> fucking forever to get to wherever you're going. Dude, you need to be like you need yeah. to be like forty. Yeah. Forty or sixty grit. Fucking yeah. taking layers off. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean well, I, for those of you who don't understand sandpaper, the lower <laughs> the number, the coarser. It's like pepper, right? If you have a coarse grind pepper, the kernels are big. You're going to take off more material if that's glued to paper. The yeah. finer the finer the grit, it just takes longer to get a smooth surface to polish what you're doing. It's polishing, it's finishing work. Exactly. Yeah. But if you're doing something <clears throat> wrong, yeah. And but you're like, "Oh man, I I just know I can do it. I know I can do it. I'm going to keep doing it fucking wrong." Right. All you're doing is you're practicing losing. One hundred percent. You're failing, and you're practicing how to fucking fail. Well, I'm sorry, it, dude. I'm I'm fucking fired up on this. I I, I don't I don't give a shit. There's yeah. I I have a list of of at least four to five to ten fingers that I'm gonna <laughs> piss off, and I really don't give a fuck because I'm tired of watching and tired of hearing people think they're making progress by being a dipshit. Yeah, and 
failing over and over and over again and then succeeding by fucking chance, by chance, you fucking get one and then you praise yourself like like you did like you did something and then the rest of your training shit. Yeah. There's a big fucking difference. Now it's a if huge you're, difference. Now, here's here's the thing. If if so let's say in the snatch, right? Yeah. I work up, I hit all my percentages, and I hit them all, every single one of them. So I get probably 10 to 10 to 18 reps. Right. Working all the way up. Okay. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, I feel fucking good. So I go, jump up. Next one I hit. Jump up again. Next one I hit. Okay. Now we're in the now we're in the 90 to 95% range. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's say I I shoot for like 105 and I miss it and it crushes me. Right. Like, fuck. Okay. Now, in the back of my head, I'm like, shit, do I, I can make that. Yeah. It's Tuesday. Yeah. It's fucking Tuesday. Right. I'm two two or three months out from a competition. Mm-hmm. Does it matter? No. No. Okay. There's, now, there's a mindset out there that thinks that I know I can make that. Even though I, because I've made it however many times before. Mm-hmm. I know I can make that. And all of a sudden, what wasn't programmed becomes a mission that sh- that's n- that shouldn't be there. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so you end up taking five more attempts. So now you're at like 25 to 30 reps in the snatch. And mm-hmm. what, like 15 reps over 80% when you were supposed to stop at 80%. Yep. And then you get the clean and jerk. You're like, oh, well, I'm going to take some big jumps because I don't have enough time. <laughs> so now you, oh, you, you yes. do ten, 10 reps in clean jerk. Now, I'm guilty of this just in general, whether I do the program snatches or not. If I don't have time, I'm going to do, I'll, I'll do 70, 80, 90, 100, 110, 115, 120 and call it a day. Yeah. And unless it's like, oh, I need to do, shit, I need to do three doubles or five doubles or whatever and work my way up. Then I'll, I'll do my best. Most right. of the time I have the energy, yeah. but like if I've completely burned everything I got on snatches and I'm like, shit, I need a Ruri. And then most of the time you're going to miss out on, on squats too, or you're going to take two small jumps in squats. So you're not going to get your volume in that you need on squats. Yep. So that little bit of fight, because you had too much ego for nothing. It's not a PR. It's not even close to your PR. Right. Why the fuck are you wasting time on it? Yeah. How about, how about. You stop at 80, you're like, fuck, that felt good. Okay, take eight, take 80% five more times. Make that the best 80% that you've hit in the last six months. AKA right? drop set. Yeah. No, not even a fucking drop set. Fuck drop sets. Well, I mean, that's what that is, right? You're no, dropping down, you're taking one no, head. I'm, and saying, you're... I'm not saying dropping it down. I'm saying if 80 feel, 80% feels good, the top of your rep range for that program day if oh, that feels okay. really, really okay. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The bar is quote unquote hot. Mm-hmm. Great, it's hot. Make that lift five fucking times, ten times. Mm-hmm. Make it the mm-hmm. cleanest snatch at that at that weight that you've ever made, and yeah. do it again, and do yeah. it again. Well, right? I think, and, and I then, think you said and something. Then you, that. Go ahead. you said something really, really, really freaking important right there that I think. You know, I know I sometimes need to hear, but I think there's a lot of people that need to hear it. When you miss 15 times in a row, you're practicing missing. 
And that that's my hot take. Why would we practice that? We Why would we practice missing? Why? Like you said, take the kilo off, hit the, the damn snatch, hit it with the right technique, finish it, lock it out, stand up, drop the bar, move on. Yep. Done. Done. And it, it's just like, it, it's maddening to watch over, miss, over, miss, miss, miss. And it's like, at a second, I'm just like, okay, I can't watch this anymore. Flip. I got to get out of here. Because yep. it's frustrating. You you know, you want somebody to succeed on that platform. You want them to lock it out. You want them to stand it up and be excited and and have that that attitude and, and you know, whatever. But they're just practicing the same thing over and over and over, and that's missing. And, yep. and, and it's just... You, you, it's like I, sometimes I find myself just like screaming, like ah, this is so frustrating. I gotta, I gotta move on. Yeah, you gotta get out of there. What was that? You, you had an analogy that I think what you say it was either Max or Travis Mash that said it about salt and food. Mm. You remember that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was um, who was it? Uh, uh, Max Ada. He used a really, really good analogy. When you're cooking, you cannot go in turn your burner on high and just cook something and expect for that steak to come out beautiful, tender, and seasoned properly, right? So in this analogy, you can't get on the platform and just grip it and rip it every time with this, you know, monster like screaming and yelling and expect to make those lifts. Every time. Every time. It's not going to happen. be perfect. Yeah, there's the, ch the, the chances are so slim. Yeah, it, so it I, really is. Go ahead. So I couldn't remember exactly what you said, but it, like, for whatever reason, I thought you'd use the salt, salting the food as yeah, a, no. as an analogy. It's like yeah. you have one chance with salt, mm. right? Yeah. So let's say, let's say you're cooking, right, and you're tasting as you go because you're a chef. You do that. I'm a cook. Right. I don't. Yeah. And <laughs> you're not. You're, yeah, I'm just agreeing with you. I'm not agreeing with you. Yeah, I know. Uh, so you you put your seasoning in and you salt your salt your your dish and you taste it. You're like, oh, that you know what that needs that needs some more salt. And what do you do? You just give it a little more, right? Yeah. You don't you don't put a freaking handful and just go yeah. and expect it to come out good. And then oh, and what do you do? If it isn't doesn't taste right, what do you do? Are you going to put more salt on it? No. Fuck no. Now here's 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 the difference here. When and I'm going to say when I'm a chef, I know specific techniques to get past two salt over salting. When you're not a chef, you don't know that. <laughs> okay. You apply that analogy on how you want to apply it. But that's exactly what it is. Oh my God. That is the, that's the, that's a, that's a really good little, uh, little back. Yeah. Little back ended, uh, thing there. Well, I like what I, you did. I, man, you know, we, I, I had a conversation with, uh, Cody Gergen today and he talked about something that was really, really cool, which was your lifting age doesn't matter if you've been lifting for 10 years. It's a matter of how well you lift. How well you lift is your lifting age. Right? 
right? How much yep. time you're taking in technique? What are you doing? Are you eating? Are you recovering? Are you, um, you know, doing the steps that need to be done to lift properly on that platform and showing it? That's your age. If you're just going out there and putting in the years, yes, it will happen over time. But it's still, you you have a younger age than somebody that's going to come and take the time, have a coach, listen to your coach, and actually do the programming the way it's programmed and succeed and compete and compete again. And then guess what? Compete again. And mm -hmm. then guess what? Your age starts lifting up. So yeah. I just don't think that if you have just because you have years of lifting means that you're a better lifter than somebody who's taking the steps every single day to get on that platform and be successful. I don't think it's necessarily. No, you're, you're exactly right. But on top of that, I think just because you've been lifting for eight years, whatever, 10 years. If you're I, I don't know why I'm caring about what I say. <laughs> haven't cared haven't cared yet. If if you're a shit lifter that battles with the wrong thing or at the wrong time, the wrong place, you're going to stay a shit lifter. Yep. And this goes across the board. This is this is powerlifting. This is this is weightlifting. This is bodybuilding. Like if you like from a bodybuilding standpoint, like I know guys that have been in the gym trying to get their shit right for, you know, 8, 9, 10, 20 years mm -hmm. and they their body composition still shit, but they think they're good because they're 5'11", 230 pounds. Their their uh, their body fat percentage is super low. They think they have all their stuff on check, and guess what? Their legs are small, or or their their freaking ones. Their one side is just completely mismatched because they don't do they don't do lateral work. Yeah. it's just it's insane to watch these these people in every in every sport that have been doing this shit for a long time, but have their ego just plays way too big of a part in it. And they're shit and they continue to be, and they could there's nobody out there that's holding them accountable and, or, or there might be somebody there to hold them accountable, but they're still fucking listening. Yeah. You know, um, it's interesting. I just had a really good one in my head that like, <sighs> There was something that John told me not too long ago, and it was when I recorded my first attempt at 110. And for Fuck those you. of you, you know, I hit 110, but I don't. Fuck you. No, I don't count it. And the reason why I don't count it is because I haven't hit it since that one day. I want to be consistent. I want to hit it two or three whoa, more whoa, times. Whoa, 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 stop, whoa, whoa, stop, stop. I'm I'm working towards something here. Okay. <laughs> okay. Now that's my own insecurity. Now. The thing that John said to me was, Matt, you're not strong enough. That's your body telling you you're not strong enough. Lower the weight. Take reps at that weight. 
then give it another crack. Okay. So I did that next week. Still missed. You know, I think that was the the day that you were here. Still missed. Went under. Still missed. Okay. Go back to 90, 90 kilos. Crack, crack, crack. Hit for two weeks. Crack, hit, keep hitting 90 kilos. 94, 95. And then I started building that strength because A, I was making lifts. Yep. B, I was taking my ego out of it and understanding that I was not strong enough to have 110 above my head um, in a sound it. manner. Right? Yeah. What'd you, what'd you say? You hadn't earned it. Yeah, I hadn't earned it. You don't so, earn things by missing them. You, you earn things by yeah. making and that's, lower and weight. And that's what I'm getting at right there is that like, yeah, I can make it one day and I can slam the bar and I can be super excited. But I want to do it. And this is my this is this is my grit. I want to do it and I want to make it look good. And I want to do it over and over and over with good consistent form. Locking out, standing up, throwing the bar down. Awesome. Move on. Build okay, new goals. So, so here we go. Contrary to what you believe of yourself, yes, you earned that 110. The amount of work that you've put in over the last year, All well, right. over the last two or three years, but really the last freaking <clears throat> at 2022, right? Your lifting has turned around. Yeah, like it really has. Mine's Thank gone you. shit, but yours is fucking turned around okay. and it's pissed yeah, me off. And, okay. and anyhow, anyways, you 100% earned that 110. Thank you. Now. My viewpoint, my personal viewpoint on PRs and how to accept them and train with them is now you have some, you have a new number to base your percentages off, right? Right. right. So your last, your, your last best was 106, right? Yeah. Or 107. 107. Yeah. 107. So at 107. Once you made 107, then all your percentages are based off of 110. Yes. From that point on, your your percentages are based off of 110. Now you made 110. Mm -hmm. Now your percentages are based off of 112 or 113. Yep, 113. Yeah. Okay. Now, when you make 113... Now your now your percentages are one fifteen or one sixteen. So right. that's that's how like you you misconstrue what the PR in in the gym actually means, right? right. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a good point. You make a good point. It's a training. I mean, I mean, it's not a training make, but it's a training make, it right? Is. It's a clean, yeah. acceptable. It's a lift. It's a white lighted lift yeah. that is one hundred percent a good lift, but. You did it. You you were in the middle of a training cycle when you made that PR. It's not like you were tapered for it. It's not like you were primed for this lift. No. The primed lift for you right now is probably 111, 112. Right. Right? Like, if you right. had a good, like, a good month of, like, okay, I'm going to do this this week. Three weeks out, I'm going to do this. Two weeks out, you gradually start your taper, one-week taper, and then you hit, and you probably hit 112, 113. Easy. Right. 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 Yeah. So your training percentages are based off your next competition PR. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. And that's that's why you need to look at that as you 100% earned that 110. Thank you. 
you know, <laughs> and just like you earned 140, your right. body, your mind, your everything wasn't ready for 140 at that competition. Correct. Right. Yeah. 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 Now the next week, different story, <laughs> different story. You know, it, it's just, it's clean and jerk is a different beast. It right? really is. Yeah. Because you never know. I mean, it's so, you just never know. You never know what your mind's going to do. You're never going to, you never know if you're going to black out, you know, like <laughs> if you're just going to flat out run out of energy, your carbs are going to be a hundred percent depleted and you're just not right. going to have it. You might clean it. Yeah. But who knows if you're going to be able to jerk it. It's, it's, but can it's, you finish it? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Can you finish it? Clean yeah. and jerk what you must. Yes, exactly. Yeah, no, it's this, this is a, uh, a topic. I mean, we've kind of been talking about this topic for a good six weeks. I think I remember the first time I said something to you about it was like, why the hell do I keep seeing lifters that are consistently in the gym six days a week, but their numbers are not moving. Why is this happening? (laughs) And you called me and we had a really good conversation about it. Um, Mm -hmm. But I, I still, it just, I I'm grasping an understanding on it. Um, and I'm understanding, you know, there's one thing that you and I do that I really, really, really freaking enjoy. And I think it not enjoy, I really value it. Okay. We take four hits at 50. We take four hits, at 60, maybe three at 70. This is when we're working up and we're, mm-hmm. what, and so what I'm thinking in my mind, I'm like, this is warming me up. This is priming my joints. This is getting me ready. I did the same thing when I hit that 110, took four at 50, four at 60, three at 70. And I just worked my way down to one. By the time I got to 90, I was hitting one. Okay. 95, one, 101. And by that time I was ready, but my body would have told me if I wasn't just like yesterday. Oh, absolutely. I don't think yesterday pissed me off. Right. Because I missed what I missed 90, 95, and then came out and hit a hundred. What? That's on the second try. Yeah. On the second (laughs) try. Exactly. But okay. So there's a difference. There's a difference. Okay. Right. There's a big difference in that. You missed 90, but it didn't crush you. Correct. Right. You corrected. And the next lift, you fixed what you did at 90 but you did another thing wrong and <laughs> yeah. you're like, okay, yep. It was minor. It didn't crush you. Your arms didn't break and you would have stood it up. Right. Okay. So those three things right there. Yeah. Okay. You, it pulled you forward off the floor because you didn't get set. Right. Correct. Okay. Little things like that, that are correctable. You move past. Yes. Right. Now, if you did that at a hundred, I'm like, I would have told you, okay, let's see what happens. Take it again because the pull looks strong. Right. 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 Or if the pull was weak, I'd just be like, I don't know, dude, try it again and see if you Clark it. Yeah. And usually if if I say something like that, you're going to be like, okay, this is not going to work out or it'll (laughs) piss you off and you'll pull it hard enough and you'll make it. But like... (laughs) There's a difference between acknowledging what you did wrong and that it's fixable 
in the moment or right. not. Yes. If and, your upper body is not fucking strong enough to catch the weight, right? Why are you taking like why are you taking multiple reps right. at a weight that you can't catch? Yeah. That'd be like getting pinned by a squat and dumping it, loading the same weight up again, getting pinned by a squat, <laughs> dumping it, loading it up again, getting pinned by it and dumping it, thinking that you're going to get stronger and be able to stand the fucking weight up. Correct. This, I, I, th- I got to go back. I'm going to get a count on how many times we said fuck in this. <laughs> it's, yeah, we've dropped some F-bombs for sure. We're breaking <laughs> records. <laughs> I'm, this is going to be the first one I'm going to have to put explicit on. Yeah. Oh, hey. Moving it's up. Spicy. Yeah. Moving up. You know. Up in the world. <laughs> I, uh, I, this is, it's just. Uh, being who I am and being in the industry that I am and everything that I do. And the way I wake up out of the, you know, wake up in the morning and go to bed at night, I believe in quality over quantity. And that sums up everything I'm trying to say. I want quality over quantity. And even if that means I'm stuck at at 90 kilos for, uh, you know, a year, when I hit that 95, guess what? It's going to lock perfectly. Yep. Don't care. And then when, then if, if it's another two years until I get a hundred, I don't care. It's gonna, the quality is going to be there. And not to mention, as you get older, you and I both know this into your forties, you're going to hurt yourself. Yeah. And this is about the long game. We are lifting for the long game. We are not lifting to be the most badass lifter right now. We are lifting to be the most, most badass lifter amongst our, our career. And, you know, 0.0001 0.0001 obtain that badass label. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just like you said, it's quality over quantity. But it's not only that. Like to me, it's quality of the quantity. Oh, I like that. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. that's that's the important part about like our conversation was. What's better, taking more reps as you're working up or taking relatively normal jumps on your way up? Not necessarily big jumps, but normal jumps. Mm -hmm. And then missing or working up until you miss and then dropping down 20% from that and taking, you know, doing a a few doubles or whatever. Like, what's better for your body and your mindset? Okay. For me, for me, <laughs> it's putting forty on the bar or fifty on the bar, depending on. Yes, you put seventy on the bar, and <laughs> or or anybody else other than us. I don't know. Yeah, everybody else is stronger than us. Um, you put fifty on the bar. Yeah, and make it five times, six times, seven times, eight times. Mm-hmm. Right. Until it's the best 50 that you're going to make that day. Right. And if you do it the first time, then fine. Do it three or four more times. Get your legs under you. Get your arms. Get get your mobility right. Make sure you're locking out right. Make sure your scapula is pinching in and you're getting your joints stacked right. Yep. Exactly. Then move up. Then then take a 10 kilo jump. Then move up to 60. Yep. And do the same thing. If it feels great, awesome. Make Mm -hmm. it feel great five more times. Mm-hmm. And then seventy. Do the same if you like. 
you should be able to hit 75% for five without a problem and still be able to get up close to, into your 90, 95%. Yeah. Yeah. You should, and then you should feel just as good, if not better. Yeah. Now, waving back down from misses to try again, mm. I only think I think that's only acceptable if you're going for a PR. If you're not going for a PR, like a like an, a legitimate two kilo one two kilo PR, yeah. then no, you don't get to wave back down. Waves are like waves are for volume and for getting used to shitty situations. Yes, right. You're yeah. training irregularity mm. same thing same thing we do when we're like okay well we're gonna take a four minute break yeah we're gonna take a five minute break and then come back and and still hit the next percentage yeah right that's what waves are for waves aren't there to make you feel good on your way back up so you think you might be able to get a little bit stronger when you could have just done everything perfectly correct mm-hmm. on your way up mm-hmm. repeatedly so everything is the same. Click clack, like John likes to say. Click clack. Yeah. Click yep. clack. Your timing's yep. on. Your strength's on. Your speed's on. It just makes it so much easier. Yeah, it really does. Um, you, you just you bring up so many good points there, and I, but the most thing I liked what you said is like every time click clack. Every time click clack. Every time, and if that stops happening, you stop. Okay, I'm at 80 kilos. Why did that stop? Why did my my pattern stop? Why did the routine stop? Why is that not making the same noise? Okay, let's back why off. I, let's. Why did my 80. feet stop moving? Yeah, exactly. Why am I jumping forward? Is it because I'm tired? Mm. If mm. I'm tired, why am I why am I still going? If I'm yeah. so tired, it's one thing. It's one thing to be in your 90, 95 to 98 percent. Right. And have that pull you out of position. It's supposed to pull you out of position. Right. That's what that's supposed to do. And that's why that's why Glenn. These are his words. You can't grow without being pulled out of position. Right. Yeah. You can't get stronger if you're not if you're not being forced into a spot that you aren't comfortable in. Right. Right. So. That's what the 90% and above work is for. You're not supposed to fucking do that every goddamn day of the week. 15 times. 15 times. Yeah. Like, if it pulls you out of position, okay. Look. It pulled you out of position. Can you fix it right now? Yes or no? Yeah. Yes? Okay, if, then take if another you can, crack at it. do it. Yeah, if you can. It's different. Like, I've, I've missed. Let's see. I missed 102. This is a while ago, but I remember missing 102. And John mm-hmm. was like, and I, I went to take it again. And he was like, put more weight on. And I was like, my PR's 104 or whatever it was. He goes, put 105 on. And I made it. Right. Because it was such a small thing that I, he, he saw something. And that's the benefit of having somebody that can actually see your lifting and know know you as a lifter and know your technique and what you're capable of and what you're not capable of. Yep. And and also watch you while you're working up and watch your technique and your strength and, and your body position as you're working up through your percentages and through your reps warming up. 
to know that, okay, that's just a, that's just a glitch. It's not a fundamental problem. It's just a glitch. Yes. And let me tell you something. <clears throat> this is why we have a coach. If your coach tells you, all right, stop, move on. Put the damn bar down, stop and move on. Yeah. Or it's the same thing as why I have a partner like yourself. If you're like, bro, you don't have that. Okay. I, I'm with you on that. Is it going to piss me off? Maybe. But at the same point, I'm going to listen to you because you have a fucking point of view and a perception of what I'm doing and you see what's going on. Mm -hmm. And me, I'm on the platform letting my little ego get in the way. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's a respect thing. And if you – so anybody, right? If I had somebody that I was actually coaching, not just not just a friend, but like somebody who was paying me to coach, mm -hmm. and I said – Stop. Yeah. Okay. You don't have it today. Stop. And if that person decided to argue with me, I'd be like, fine, put a kilo on. If you make that one, then we can keep going. If they miss, then they're done for the day. They go home. Yeah. They don't get the clean shirt. They don't get the squat. Yeah. They just go home because I'm tired of their bullshit. Yeah. I, it, or, I just don't understand. Or, why the, or they can don't suck. Listen to them. Yeah. No, I'm That's with you. Too. I don't know. This isn't fucking second grade soccer <laughs> you know all about that don't you coach i'm over <laughs> that shit actually so one of the parents came to me yesterday and was like so did she talk back to you and i was like huh he goes what? when you went over and talked to her did she talk back to you and i was like yeah kind of we worked through it and he was like you need to keep her in line i was like okay <laughs> I mean, that's, that's a very paraphrased conversation, but yeah. you know, I was like, okay, yeah, we'll do. We'll do. <laughs> but like, clear. you know, like it's, it's nice to be in a spot now, like Delaney's almost nine. These girls have been playing soccer for, you know, four or five years. They listen, they know how to be coached. And, and we're on a team where like, it's not a couple hundred bucks to play on this team. It's, it's stupid. Like it's premiered. It, it's, yeah, it's 1100 bucks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's it's 1100 bucks for the year. So we got, we have four seasons. So, I mean, it's 250 bucks a season. It's not, yeah. it's not that bad. Yeah. Um, when you think about it like that, it's, it's yeah. about standard, but, and then they, it pays for all the tournaments and everything else and the coaches fees and, and whatnot. But anyhow, like the parents expect, a certain level of coaching, not yeah. just from me, but from the head coach yeah. and from like the director and like the, the whole system, there's, there's a list of expectations. So like if you're spending, I mean, if you're spending a hundred dollars a month, a month on a coach and you're saying, Oh, I'm smarter than you today. Like you're throwing away $1,200 that, you know, Okay, I guess that's what you want to do. Then... Cool, you're smarter than me. Go out there and do it better then. Let's see it. Yeah. So, anyhow. It's frustrating, you know, but... Now, now, uh... now that we've alienated a few listeners, and... <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> but you know what? I mean, eh, whatever. Hey. hey. Well, it's not well, like, you know, well, we're not coming it... from a... We're not coming from a position on the couch either. We're coming from... Putting the time in, 
We do it oh. every single day. Yeah. We I, engulf ourselves in this this industry. Like it's it's a lifestyle. This is not a this is I mean, I've I've wrapped my own both of us have wrapped our entire lives outside of work around this sport. Yep. And like it's on and off the platform. Like it, I mean shit. We spend collectively we probably spend between the two of us another six hours every single day outside of training on something involved with this sport like sorry if you don't if you think our point of view is bullshit then fucking keep listening and and tell your friends to listen and <laughs> or hey and come on let's debate comment. yeah i'm always, yeah, I'm no always good for a good debate I like go. the, you know another thing is like perspective is is 2020 right so let me hear a perspective i would love to hear somebody else out there that disagreed come and i you know have a mature conversation instead of throwing a bunch of stupid ass memes like oh you're soft no fuck that let's have a mature conversation and let's talk about it yeah no that's absolutely practicing fucking up is making you better yeah sorry so <laughs> i mean yeah. i mean nascar drivers yeah they take lefts all day but they have they try to go the fastest they fucking can until they die right, right? And then they got on track with a bunch of other people that are trying to go as fast as they fucking can until they die. Right. And they only they usually only practice by themselves going as fast as they freaking can. So if you get on that track and you're dead last, then you're doing something wrong. You're either practicing poorly or you got a shitty car. If you got a <laughs> shitty car, you better go back in time, get a different mom and get a different dad. <laughs> and you're still fucked. <laughs> yeah. I like how we used that yesterday. That was great. <laughs> Oh my God! Uh, yes, this has been a good one for sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, it's been a, it's been a great conversation. Yeah, uh, let's let's uh, let's go over the the uh, camp real quick. So cool. again, for those who haven't heard, which I'm pretty sure we still have the same short list of listeners, yeah. but uh, for those of you who haven't heard, Kilo Chaser Summer Camp coming up September 11th, Sunday through Wednesday the 14th. I know it's the start of school. I know it's, I, I just don't give a shit. Like yeah. it's one of the best times of the year. It's the only time that we could get this space. And if you want to come, make it. If right. you want to come next year, because you can't make it this year, we're having one next year. We're I'm going to put it out so we can get a actual good schedule in the middle of summer. When the, all the high school coaches and college coaches, all you guys and girls, can make it then, but right now I don't want to hear that. Oh, why don't you change this date? Too fucking bad, right? right? This is what it is. It's out on lakefront property on Lake Mayfield, Washington State, not Washington D.C. Washington State. Did someone get and, that mixed up? Or yeah, a few people did. It's okay. Oh, okay. I haven't. I haven't seen. They're, that. they're they're East Coasters. They don't they don't realize yeah. there's another. When somebody says they're from Washington, they just immediately think they're from the capital. Okay. Yeah. So, anyhow, Washington State, eight platforms, eight sets of weights, squat racks. We're going to have cornhole. We're going to have yard games. There's campfire. There's, we're going to have gourmet cooking, yep. cooking for weightlifters. Yep. Right. We're, the amount of food we're going to have here is unreal. We have yep. caffeine and yep. kilos is coming through with, with stuff for the swag bag. Born Primitive is uh, Sports Nutrition Center 
here locally in Tigard is is coming through as well. Uh, John and Jessica North came through with a discount code. Yep. Um, let's see. Who am I missing? Uh, we're going to do a uh, C4. <clears throat> yep, C4. Dropped a few cases of, of energy drinks for us. Mm -hmm. um, the list is growing. Yes, uh, it is. We're going to do, we're working on a, on a raffle. So mm -hmm. everybody who comes is going to, we're going to do a $5 raffle and all proceeds go to the Kabuki Syndrome Foundation, right? Yep. Kabuki Syndrome. That's yeah, that's there it. We go. You're, You're right. Um, yeah. So follow us on Facebook. We got PFRS for the podcast, Max Everett Kitchen for Matt's podcast, Date yep. Night Podcast. Yep. At Kilo Chase Kilo underscore chasers for the camp. That's where we're doing all of our updates. Um, the Facebook page is getting built right now. It's up and running. There's this we're slowly adding things. Um, the list of lifters right now that are confirmed. There's Matt and myself, Damon Abbott, Hawaiian Donald, Donald Cabral. Cabral, Cabral he's gonna yell at me. Uncle Donald. <laughs> uh, Cornell George, the one and only people's master. Yep. We got Mark Acosta and his significant other. I just uh, Ashley Beers. Oh, there you go. I yeah, just remember trying. To, I didn't actually. have to look it up. It, it finally like popped forward in the back of my head. He was he's possibly bringing one of his his athletes. Um, and then we got uh, uh, like four or five or six other people that are about 95 percent. I yep. got a couple buddies here local that um, that are gonna make it. There, one was a. He's a uh, special forces retired. Um, he wouldn't believe it when you see him would not believe it. He is not, really? <laughs> it does not look like it, <laughs> but, uh, he's going to come out. He did CrossFit for years, played, played rugby for the army. Nice. Um, and then my other buddy played, uh, baseball for OSU and solid super nice guys. It's fun <clears throat> to hang out. They're, they're really interested in what we're doing. So, um, so, I mean, the, the list is growing. We're going to be looking at 15, 12, 15, maybe 18 people there. And uh, this is a summer camp. So it's not a five-star resort. <laughs> Sleeping arrangements will be discussed once you sign up. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, but there's a house, two bathrooms, kitchen. I mean, it's it's giant deck, gorgeous view. Go on the, go on the page, look at the pictures. Um like follow subscribe um comment comment please comment take a screenshot <laughs> and share it with your friends tell them that you need to at least go listen to these bozos once yeah right uh, <laughs> no nah, it'll uh, be you know it's it's like i think you described it best the other day on weightlifting talk it's it's that summer football camp that you went to where you guys camped out and you did two a days and then maybe you, they, they mixed in while you were there for a week, like a rafting trip or something like that. It's yeah. that old school. Let's just grind it out. Let's lift a couple times a day. Let's eat, let's bond, uh, maybe some cool lectures, learn something, make some connections and then do it again next year. Yeah, no, this is, this is, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity to start something new that, reignites a passion or reignites the same passion that you had in your youth for the sports back then yeah. or something that you love now yeah I agree. Right. so we'll see you next time guys uh next week's gonna be 
see. Well, this week, actually, this will drop on, I think this one's going out on Tuesday or Wednesday. So Sweet. there's going to be a lot. You guys are going to have a lot to listen to. Yeah. <laughs> it's a big one. So, yes, sir. Matt, it's been All a pleasure. Right. We'll talk to you Always. soon. Always. Bye. Bye-bye.